Welcome to Creative Biolab Science Channel. As an experienced expert and reliable partner, Creative Biolabs is proficient in lipid-based drug delivery and functional liposome development. With versatile methods, diverse products, superior quality, and fast turnaround, we are confident to provide optimum solutions tailored to boost your R&D projects. Dear friends in the audience, you are welcome to listen to our program on time every Saturday night. As our sharing guest, Dr. Smith came to our program today as promised. There is a lot of interesting knowledge waiting for us to explore. I believe everyone is looking forward to his arrival. Let's welcome Dr. Smith with warm applause. Would you say hello to our audience, Dr. Smith? Good evening, everyone. Good evening, Beth. It is quite nice to see you again. Thank you for your invitation. I'm very excited to be here. In the last episode, we highlighted findings on cholesterol-anchored cationic liposomes. In vivo data suggest that cholesterol is the best anchor. On the one hand, these data show the power of a systematic approach to gene therapy. On the other hand, they also show the complexity of this process and our lack of understanding of the mechanisms involved. Not too many general conclusions can be drawn yet at least for structure and activity relationships. Notably, comparing these biological data and the molecular structure of lipids with the physico-chemical properties of the complexes may yield new clues. Additionally, we mentioned that in vitro experiments show that diacyl chain anchoring works better. Next, Dr. Smith will use multiple research results to explain this statement. When did researchers start thinking about synthesizing diacyl chain cationic lipids? In the years following the discovery of DNA complexation with cationic liposomes, hundreds of new cationic lipids were synthesized. They showed great differences in transfection activity and toxicity. Even several commercial transfection preparations have been developed. These preparations show quite good transfection efficiency in various cell models but are quite ineffective for in vivo applications. In many different molecules, the length and saturation of the hydrocarbon chain, the presence or absence of the backbone, the phosphates on it, the length of the spacer, and the nature of the positive charge were all different and not much correlation was found. It was subsequently found that most use quaternary ammonium ions, with the general conclusion that diolyl chains, small backbones, and short carbon spacer groups are preferred. Does the number of positive charges of lipids play a role in transfection efficiency? There is not much correlation between the two. Some lipids with two charges were also found to be effective in the presence of plasma. For the most part, the amount of lipid-positive charge does not seem to make much of a difference. As far as I know, several structurally distinct lipids have also been shown to be effective. Some scientists have studied the effect of various chemical structural changes on the DOTMA molecule. What results did they get? Replacing methyl groups in charged groups with hydroxyalkyl groups can improve lipid activity, according to the study. In the series of dotma-like molecules related to fatty acids, dimeristoil, diolyl, dipalmatoil, and dystyroil were found to be a decreasing order of transfection activity. Similar studies have been conducted on the effects of neutral lipids. Most studies agree that dope is the most effective lipid, followed by oleoil palmitoil P, monomethyl dope, and so on. That is, dope was the most potent neutral lipid in mixtures containing dotma-like molecules. 
Also, the activity as a function of doping amount exhibits a bell-shaped curve. A similar study showed that the use of multilamellar vesicles resulted in enhanced expression compared to unilamellar vesicles. Could you please introduce this study in more detail? This study identified DMRIE as the most active lipid in this group. Also, the researchers of this group found that converting alcohols to amines increases transfection activity and alters neutral lipid requirements. It is speculated that the hydrogen bonding and possible charge of the amino group on DMRIE-like lipid provide this activity. This DMRIE-like lipid can be transfected without the need for drugs. Along these lines, it is surprising that cationic drugs or their close analogs have not been synthesized or evaluated in published reports. At the end of the last century, some scientists divided cationic lipids into three parts. For counterions, the scientists concluded that ions with highly delocalized anionic charges could facilitate transfection. Delocalization means a state of electron movement in which electrons in molecules, ions, or solid metals have more than a single atom or a single covalent bond. Among them, sodium bisulfate, triflate, and iodide contain anions that are effective in promoting transfection efficiency. The mechanism is not explained, but the effect of counterions on the phase transition of the bilayer film is noted. The hydrophobic nature and effects of these large anions cannot be ruled out, especially the entropic effects. The breaking and forming processes can significantly affect the formation of hydrogen bonds and the structure of the complexes. That makes sense. What information has the work on hydrophobic domains yielded? Studies of the hydrophobic domains have shown that asymmetric fatty acids can facilitate transfection. For example, pomatoyl oleoil and myristoyl loroil chains are more efficient than dioleoil and dimeristoyl. However, there was no correlation between in vivo and in vitro studies, and no correlation was found with the phase transition temperature of the chains. This result may not be surprising since a mixture of long and short chains, such as steroil and loroil, effectively replace the dioleoil chains in the lipid bilayer. Exploration of the relationship between polar domains and hydrogen bonding, inductive effects, and steric effects has not yet led to clear conclusions. I see. Let's go back to what we said at the beginning, diacylcationic lipids are more efficient in vitro, whereas lipids containing cholesterol as a hydrophobic anchor are more efficient in vivo. What are the differences in this? Cholesterol-based lipids differ in the number of positive charges and the size of the polyion, whereas the diacyl lipids differ in the length of the hydrocarbon chain and the spacer between the polyamine and the chain. I'll go into more detail on these two aspects later. However, the cholesterol derivatives had no charge dependence, as the least active of the three compounds had four charges and the most potent had three charges. This may suggest that the difference may lie in the molecular geometry of the polycations linked through tertiary amines or the solubility of these molecules. I read that both DOSPA and DOGS contain spermine, but they may not produce the same transfection activity. What is the reason for this? Because spermine is attached to the rest of the molecule through a carbon atom rather than a nitrogen atom, resulting in one more charge. The possibility of activity due to permeation-promoting effects requires in-depth study of the stability of the complexes at the colloidal level after dilution. The critical micellar concentration of cationic lipids is due to the additional toxicity that may arise from this effect. 
How can we make inferences about the optimal activity as a function of the chemical structure of the parts? For example, hydrocarbon chains, chain linkages, spacers, number and nature of positive charges, and so on. Perhaps we can start with the accumulated knowledge about DNA complexation, condensation, lipid reorganization, and phase transitions. As far as the parameter of the hydrocarbon chain is concerned, the dioleoyl chain is usually preferred over the dimerist oil group. In contrast, there is insufficient experimental evidence for laurel myristate or laurel steroil. Dioleoyl chains are preferable due to the absence of oxidizable double bonds causing chemical stability problems. Although laurates are very effective penetration enhancers, laurel chains and polyunsaturated fatty acids have not been tried. Cholesterol serves as a good anchor for in vitro applications, and its derivatives may reflect nonspecific effects. How about chain linkage and spacer? What is worth knowing about these two aspects? For chain linkage, from the viewpoint of biodegradability and biocompatibility, ester linkages are desirable. Speaking of the spacer, a few atoms can tune the charge and accommodate DNA forces. Excessive time may result in a diffusion plane for efficient DNA binding and adsorption. For spacer layers that are too short, electrostatic interactions may compete with dispersive forces within the bilayer. I see. It occurred to me that for genosems, it seems that no backbone is not optimal, does it? Exactly. A backbone that is too large might interfere with molecular rearrangements during complexation or possible inversions. Back to other struct functions. Most lipids contain tertiary or quaternary ammonium groups in terms of the number and nature of positive charges. These groups are fully ionized at physiological pH and below. The benefits of other charges, such as amines on imidazole, aminopyridine, or methylimidazole, for complexation and membrane interactions are unclear. Delocalized positive charges may be effective binding and efficient depolymerization. A double positive charge improves plasma and blood stability. Excessive charges can lead to excessive water solubility, the formation of micellar phases, and unstable complexes. Is the optimal strength of DNA binding lipids clear? Not really. At present, it is only known that hydrogen-bonded groups may be advantageous. However, it was found that DNA could not depolymerize when the interaction was too strong. Finally, counterions are mentioned again. In this regard, chloride is more suitable for the preparation of liposomes. For electrostatic interaction and membrane damage, thermally induced ions may be better. Due to the rapid exchange with counterions in the environment, the importance of these substances for system application may be meaningless. Some data suggest that free bases may be better. Moreover, it is known that various metal ions have specific interactions with DNA. Maybe the lipid chelating agent can be combined into liposomes. Once chelated, it may produce a net positive charge and interact specifically with DNA. That is all. So much for our content today. Thanks to Dr. Smith for his wonderful science popularization. Thank you for listening. There will be more interesting knowledge waiting for us in the next program. See you next time. Thank you. I hope we will see you next time.